Welcome to New Dentists on the Block, a podcast featuring new dentists sharing their experiences in the world of dentistry, successes, challenges, and life in between, navigating dentistry together one experience at a time. On this episode, I have my friends and fellow igniters, Ronetta and Savannah. They discuss their experiences having completed the same GPR a few years apart and some of their experiences as a new dentist. We speak on the importance of continuing education and mentorship. Savannah and Ronetta updated the Ignite DDS Residency Guide, which provides some great information about dental residencies across the nation. Let's get into today's episode. Savannah Craig and Ronetta Sartor, welcome to New Dentist on the Block. How are you doing today? Pretty good. Thanks for having me. Thanks for having us. Oh, I'm so pumped to connect with you all. It's a Friday when we're recording this episode, so I'm very, very excited to have the opportunity to connect with my fellow igniters, two passionate ladies and wonderful clinicians that I'm so excited for them to share your story. What are you all all up to this lovely Friday? Um, We've been hanging out working on some Ignite projects of our own, so stay tuned. (laughs) Very cool. Well, Savannah and Renetta, I would love if you would tell our listeners a little bit about yourselves, where you're from, what dental school you went to, what year you graduated. Uh, But Savannah, why don't we start with you? All right. Um, My name is Savannah Craig. I graduated in 2022 from The Ohio State University. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I am originally from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, um, but have been in the Buckeye State for a while. And then now I am currently in Columbia, South Carolina, doing a one-year GPR program. Um, be finishing up in a couple of weeks at the end of June. And then exciting. Moving, yes, exciting and scary. Yeah. <laughs> um, but then moving back to Columbus, Ohio for private practice. Very cool. Renetta, what about yourself? Sure. So I graduated from uh, the Medical University of South Carolina in 2017. And then I did the same residency program that Savannah did um, in Columbia. It's a GPR program. I finished that in 2018. And then for four years after that, I practiced in a group practice in Sumter, South Carolina. And last year, the end of August, I purchased a practice of my own. So I'm about eight months in. All right. Congrats. Thank you. Thank you. Very exciting. Now, Renetta and Savannah, did you all know each other before the last few years or so? Not at all. No. No. (laughs) I'm so curious if you all have discussed maybe some of the differences in the the slight gap that you all have had in the residency program. All the time. (laughs) Yes. What are some of those differences? I'm curious. Yeah. So, well, Ignite brought us together and then it just so happened that I was moving here um, and doing the same program she did. So that was awesome. But, you know, we, it's cool cause we've had the same attendings for the most part. Um, we're fortunate at this program that our attendings have been here forever and ever and love what they do. So it's cool to compare, you know, those stories and, you know, have somebody who knows your instructors so intimately and can like laugh at the jokes and the funny stories and, that has been really awesome. But, um, you know, as, as time ebbs and flows and, you know, the impacts of COVID on patient populations and finances and things, we can talk about the differences in our experiences that way. Um, 
And I think some of the other interesting part, the we're really fortunate at this program to do a lot of surgery and, you know, implant placement and things like that. And so how the like hospitals ability to make those things more affordable to patients has really changed my experience compared to hers in a lot of ways, which is interesting to look at. Renetta, is there anything that Savannah has completed in her residency that you weren't able to, and maybe you're a little jealous about it? Mm, That's a great question. Well, Savannah, I think I did more individual single tooth implant placement and Savannah did, did have, and she's still getting a lot of experience with like hybrids and her class particularly, maybe not um, Savannah specifically, but they have done all on four, all on X type cases and, you know, just circumstances and patient population at the time. A lot of patients weren't going for that, but we did a lot more, probably single tooth than Savannah and her class did. So I'm always picking their brains on, you know, the whole process and learning from them. Yeah, gosh, dentistry moves really, really fast. And I think that it's so important. You know, I, I'm a bit a big advocate of um, students doing AGD and GPR programs if they're choosing not to specialize. And the importance of speaking to current residents or past residents from those programs. But I think it's so telling that even with a few years of uh, apart from each other, that the program has grown so much and there are differences in each of y'all's experience. And so how important it is to maybe get a newer graduate of the program to to see what their experience was uh, mm-hmm. of that particular program. Renetta, I'm so curious, why did you decide to do a GPR program? Well, I call South Carolina home and Savannah will tell you a lot of South Carolina is rural. And so in the town that I grew up in, we didn't have a dentist or a doctor in our town. We would have to travel to go to those places. And so with that, I knew that since I grew up in a smaller town, I likely would end up in a small town. And I wanted to be able to do as many procedures as I could if it meant my patients didn't have to travel far away to have, you know, it done by a specialist, especially in the state of South Carolina. You know, we love our food and all that kind of stuff. So things like diabetes and all of those things (laughs) are high. So with that being said, a lot of those patients have other comorbidities that can make it difficult to perform a lot of dentistry. So I also wanted the experience with, you know, treating patients with medical, complex medical histories as well. Very well said. You know, I I practice in a rural area as well. And and one of the reasons that I wanted to do an AGD was I knew that I was going to be in an underserved area. I didn't know how rural, and I wanted to make sure that I was comfortable with as as much as I could be uh, before moving to a practice where maybe I would be the only dentist. And I I think that there are better programs than the one that I did, but I'm very glad that I did do an AGD coming out of dental school. Savannah, same question for you. Yeah, I think I have a similar response in a lot of ways from a small town. At this point, life has changed and I'm not going back to that small of a town, but um, being able to offer a lot of services to your patients um, was really important to me. I think the other reason sort of in retrospect now is knowing what I like to do and don't like to do and having a year of guidance and mentorship to you know, find out that I really like surgery or some of my co-residents aren't as, you know, we've, we all came in like, yeah, molar endo. And then now we're like, Oh no, no, thank you. Um, (laughs) But you know, had I gone and like 
paid for a CE course, I think I would have felt like I had to, you know, and I might turn around and take some CE and be more comfortable with it. But, you know, I, I think I would have felt like I had to do those services where now I'm like, I tried it. That's okay. Can move forward. Um, and also just the lifelong mentorship and the relationships we've built with past residents. I mean, this relationship is one I can thank residency for in a lot of ways. <laughs> and we're, we're really fortunate, the program here, that a lot of the past residents still keep in touch. And even going back to Ohio, there's a, a good chunk of Ohio State grads who have done this program. And we've sort of created a network now of like, hey, I heard you're in Columbia. Let's meet up when you're back. So that's been really cool too. Dentistry is really such a network of connections that you make throughout your journey. And I think that doing a AGD GPR is really one way to continue to grow it and build on on that network, especially when you're first getting out of dental school. I think that for many, you know, deciding where to go can be a huge struggle, especially if you know you're from a, a, an area, you stay there for dental school, and maybe you want to venture out for a year or two. Um, what would you all suggest that students could do or graduating students can do to learn more about the different programs that there are around the nation? Yeah. So shameless plug, um, Ignite <laughs> has a residency guide. Um, I helped with um, Luke Shapiro. He was sort of at the forefront of this from the beginning, but I've stepped on um, and we are trying to do the legwork for you and contacting residents program directors and try to get as much updated information as we can. Um, so if you're a resident out there and you want to let us know about your program, look us up. But the programs change constantly. Different program directors, different resources available. The best way to know about the program is to contact previous residents and hopefully as as recent of a grad as you can. But even knowing that you know, year to year, it's it's going to be very different. Um, Renata, tell me a little bit more about this passion project that you all uh, did. I, I know that this guide has been around for, for a few years and um, every year, you know, Ignite does a really good job at doing their best at updating it. And I know that you all took a lot of time this past year to reach out to residents and program directors. Um, but is there anything, Renata, that you learned in this um, journey of updating the guide uh, about some of these programs? Well, Savannah and Luke did a lot of that on their own. One of the passion projects that came about after the residency guide and just, you know, Savannah and I being in really pivotal points of our careers, her at the time that we met, just starting residency and me, you know, just starting practice ownership. We realized that a lot of the uh, I wouldn't call them problems, but struggles that we were having, you know, expanded across the board, regardless of what point in your career you were in. So it prompted Savannah and I to start working on an ebook, and it's called Beyond Graduation, How Not to Fail in Your Early Years of Dentistry. So as she was saying, we we talk a lot about what we're struggling with and we help each other in that realm. But I think the main thing that we want our other people to know out there is that we all are facing the same struggles and to let people know that they aren't alone. And it's just a resource for people who are in residency or freshly out of residency or even, you know, dentists who are looking on maybe bringing an associate in to 
just kind of get into our psyche to see where our heads are and some things that we're thinking about. I think the sort of piggybacking off of that, the biggest thing with both the ebook and the residency guide is, you know, you helping people figure out what they want out of these experiences. Um, you know, Tanya, you sort of mentioned not all residencies are the same, not all associateships are the same, not all you know, jobs are the same. Um, and so I think just having as much information in your hands to help you make this decision is most important. And so the residency guide gives a lot of people that opportunity in a very specific <laughs> option. And then the um, ebook that we're hoping to have out here in July um, focuses more on broader topics of the experiences we've had in our early years of practice in my one, my 11 months of practice. <laughs> Um, and how to, you know, learn from our mistakes and realize that this is a journey. We, we talk a lot about it's the practice of dentistry and you're not going to ever have it figured out. So the best. practice of, of dentistry, the dental journey, and I've shared in other episodes that dentistry is so beautiful in the sense that you can practice the way that you want to practice. If you start practicing in one way, you know, out of school, that doesn't have to be the way that you practice 10 years down the line. It can be a mm -hmm. different practice setting. You know, hand skills wise, that probably will also change. Um, philosophies um, will probably also change as you continue to grow and to learn. Um, so I'm, I'm very excited to to read this ebook and we will be sure to put the link to both of these books in the description <laughs> for our listeners to take a look at and to read and to grow with us as we we continue to share our individual journeys. I want to backtrack a little bit. Renetta, I would love if you would share with our listeners a little bit about your journey after your residency program as a practicing dentist. Sure. So after residency, and Savannah and I laugh about this a good bit because I, I interviewed for a very long time while I was a resident to try to find the best type of associateship situation. And it was through all of those interviews that I kind of got a feel for what I didn't want. And it eventually led me to an associateship that I was a part of for four years. It was a great practice. I loved it because I got mentorship out of it. He promised that he'd be a mentor and he was. And it was really great as well because all the things that I learned in residency, such as, you know, IV sedation, conscious sedation, implants, you know, digital dentistry, you know, that group practice allowed me to excel in those areas and definitely learn from other people. And it, it kind of led me to a point where I was like, okay, well, what's next? Because I felt myself being a leader in my associateship. And, you know, a lot of the team members would start turning to me um, when things would go wrong for answers from me. So I just started thinking, well, I think maybe, you know, I could do the ownership thing on my own and, you know, just started looking around for practices. And um, because I, think I, I'm not sure if I mentioned, but I commuted for my associateship maybe about an hour, just depending on traffic, 45 minutes to an hour. But it started looking around and saw that the town right over from me, 15 minutes from my house, had a practice for sale. And so I contacted, it was listed on like one of the third party um, practice transition websites. So I contacted them and I ended up 
up knowing who the broker person was. He was someone that I met um, in residency, which was awesome because we kind of already had a rapport going and everything. And within a matter of, you know, a week, I was meeting the owner and his team to see if it would be a good fit. And the rest was history. Renetta, did you think you were going to be a practice owner in dental school? In dental school, I honestly didn't know. I always knew that if I wanted to, I could. For me, it was just figuring out if I wanted, if I wanted ownership. And I think my residency as well as the my associateship helped me to reach that conclusion. Because if I never got to the point where I said, what's next? Or I think I could maybe do this, then I maybe would have been okay just being a lifelong associate. But because I started asking myself those questions, that's how I knew that it was time to open a new chapter. And how has your experience been so far as a practice owner? It's been great. It's um, lots of highs and some lows, but I think um, from my associateship, because I was very in tune with the business portion of it, and I, I'm grateful for a mentor that allowed me to be, I would ask very business-oriented questions. So like, I was able to kind of have something to fall back on in terms of, okay, well, I remember when I was associate when this would happen, you know, or maybe it was a situation that happened that I felt as an owner, I maybe would ha have handled differently. So I look back on those experiences and I think it just allowed me to be a better leader in the time that it took for me to, to get to this place, if that makes sense. I think that's so important that, you know, throughout dental school, if you can, but especially if you go through an associateship to ask questions and learn as much as you can, especially on the business side of things. I think that perhaps we all had a similar experience where we really weren't taught a lot of the business side of dentistry. And so I, I know for myself, for one, if I were to start a practice, I would need a lot of help and guidance uh, as far <laughs> as the business side of things kind of go, uh, just because I'm not well-versed in it. I know a few things here and there from things that I've listened to and following other young dentists' growth in practicing, in growing a practice or starting a, a, a startup um, dental practice, but I think that it's just, it's very different. It's a different way of thinking than, you know, being in dental school and thinking about teeth. Savannah, seeing Renetta's journey and story post-residency, what inspires you? I mean, so much. I think it makes practice ownership seem more possible. I think for a good while, you're just like, please just let me do the teeth and be done. <laughs> but it's been cool to watch her journey and realize we're all in the same boat, really, you know, unless you did an MBA or something. We're all just trying to figure it out and look to the experts. She's very upfront about that, about finding the people you need on your side and trusting them to help guide you in this process. So I think she's made um, practice ownership seem more attainable. But it's also good to hear, you know, one step at a time. Do the associate thing. You'll know. Not that we, we've talked. There's never the perfect time to own, but at some point you're like, right. all right, let's just let's do this. Right now in the back of your mind, are you thinking ownership? I'm not sure. I think everything is so in flux right now. <laughs> Finished residency, move, yeah. all of those things. Um, but there is an opportunity for partnership in the practice I'm going into. Very and cool. that feels like a kind of the best of both worlds scenario in a way. But obviously you never know what's going to come. I would love to do have this conversation again in the next five years and see where we're all at. Yes. Reflect back on what we said and see how that has changed or, you know, the growth from this point forward. I think that that would be really cool. Okay. Put it on it's the calendar. 
<laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Ladies, I would love to talk a little bit about Ignite DDS and how yeah. Ignite DDS has fit into our lives as dental students and now as practicing dentists. Savannah, take it away. All right. Um, so I was really involved in ASDA in dental school. And so I can remember my first NLC and going to a lecture with Dr. Rice and being like, wow. And then, you know, life happens, whatever. COVID really like changed the trajectory of my dental school and ASDA career. Um, so COVID hit going into my D3 year. So the spring of my D2 into my D3 year. Um, and so we missed out on a lot of those opportunities for community and CE and all of those experiences. Happy hours. Happy hours. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I meant. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, but so fast forward to my D4 year, Ohio State does a sort of a mini NLC for Ohio State in Case Western. And we were finally able to be back with that. And the new sort of ASDA um, leadership team graciously invited a lot of us. I was treasurer um, during COVID. And so I was like, I'm going to get to go on all these trips. And then no trips happened. <laughs> so, but they like graciously reached back out and were like, please come to these things that you did not get to do. Um, and I ran into Tara and we just got to talking and she was like, hey, we're always looking to add people to the Ignite team. I think you'd be really great. And I was like, what does this mean? What does it look like? She was like, just trust me. Here we are. Um, so she connected I, me. I trust Tara too. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Lead me away. <laughs> so um, like March of 2022, got a hold of Dr. Rice and Dawn and been great. We've, you know, been graciously invited on retreats and they've let my fiance Adam tag along. And, you know, it's it's like your family from from the first day you show up. Um, and it's been it's been amazing. Renetta, how about for you? So I have a similar story. So I knew Dr. Rice back in my ASDA days at MUSC. He sponsored a lot of our District 4 ASDA events, and I would see him at the big ASDA conferences and everything, and I thought, wow, he's he's great. I always noticed even back then he had a way of, even though you were still in school, acknowledging and making you feel seen in whatever it was you were talking about. So I've always admired that about him. And then sort of like Savannah, I would, COVID happened, and we were shut down and um, Ignite DDS did a fast track program and we all communicated on Facebook. So, you know, someone would post a case and we would talk about the cases. And so from there, they created a study club. And so in the study club, because I've been in all of the study clubs since then, but in that initial study club, I met Sable. And Sable has been an igniter probably before all of us. And she's great. She's awesome. And she kept saying, I think you'd be a good fit. I think you'd be a good fit. You know, I didn't think much of it. I was just like, okay, great. And then last year you guys had your retreat and she like, I guess she kind of put a little bit of fire up underneath me because she tagged <laughs> me and wanted to retreat things. Did she uh, ignite you? I think she did. She ignited, she ignited me. 
And pretty much she kind of did the same thing Tara did. It was like, you'd be great. Like, you know, let's just, let's just get a meeting on the books to talk about how you could join the team. During that time is when I found out that Savannah was probably only a few months in because you said April is when you joined and I joined in June. Well, that's when Savannah was actually en route when I texted her to South Carolina. And I was like, <laughs> let's go get coffee one day. Um, to just meet up and talk and tell me more about being an igniter. The rest kind of played itself out, but it's been an incredible journey. I'm learning a lot about myself as being a key member on the Ignite team. And I mean, the team is amazing. I learn so much from all of you guys all the time. I agree. I continue to learn from each individual member of Ignite. Um, for me, you know, I, I, David and I connected during dental school as well too. As uh, he supported District Nine when I had my conference and uh, was always a, a speaker of some kind at all the the major as events, and it was wonderful to see the vision and the passion that he had for dentistry, but also what he brought for Ignite DDS and how he truly believes in uh, creating a foundation and a community to help build young dentists and the seasoned dentists to be better dentists. And I think that he has created and through the influence of others have created and built a team that wants to continue to build and, and move that vision forward. And so I think that the different projects that we all bring to the table is truly at its core to help others, to help others to become the best that they can be. There is great programming that Ignite DDS has to offer. I think the study clubs are, are transitioning a little bit. The study clubs were phenomenal, mm -hmm. uh, but I think something else is going to come out and I don't know if we can share that, but that that's to come. <laughs> and I'm really excited to see what that's going to be, but I think that that's going to be really awesome in establishing the foundation in different categories of dentistry. Uh, but I, I'm so excited to see what Ignite has to bring in the next, you know, five, 10 years. For you all, what are y'all's thoughts as to what the future of Ignite has to hold? I think there's so much potential. Just every time we're all together, you know, on Zoom or in the same room or even just I love sending, hey, look at this x-ray. Everybody tell me your yeah. ideas. <laughs> there's just nothing better than having so many creative minds and such a community and nobody's like, you should do this better or worse or whatever. It's just like, hey, this is what I see. What do you think? Have you tried this? There's just... I, I, th I think the sky's the limit. And it's also just so cool to have Renetta's in owning a practice. You do public health dentistry. People are in cosmetic practices. And just knowing that you can truly make dentistry whatever you want to be. And we're here to support you to help you go where you want to go. What about you, Renetta? I was going to say Savannah, she covered a lot about it, but I think that the sky is the limit for Ignite because like you were saying, we're a great team and so many of us bring so many different things to the table. Um, so I'm excited to just see what's next. And I think we're all pretty pumped because we, a few weeks ago, we just had our retreat. And so a lot of those things were getting getting put together for what they'll become. So stay tuned. Yeah, we were definitely fired up uh, after that retreat. And I will start <laughs> with the, the puns and uh, play on words. <laughs> but I, I think that, you know, I feel very fortunate to be part of the Ignite DDS core team. But there is so much that Ignite has to offer, you know, for our listeners out there. If you're interested at all in, in being a part of our team or taking part of some of our resources, please let us know. and We, we will connect you where we can. But, you know, one thing that, that Savannah mentioned is whenever there's a clinical question, it's great to talk it out. But if you want David Rice's expertise, you should shoot him an Instagram DM and he will get back to you. 
Mm-hmm. And I hope he gets flooded with a lot of Instagram videos. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But he is so insightful and has a, a lot of knowledge. And I think that those, you know, maybe some other KOLs, I don't even know if he's truly a KOL, but other uh, prominent figures in dentistry, I don't know how prone they are to do that. And David really takes the time in uh, making sure that anyone who reaches out to him gets their question answered, which I think is phenomenal and, and really, really telling about the person that he is. Ladies, any last thoughts for our listeners today? I think just taking it taking it one day at a time. You've got a long career ahead of you and you don't have to do it all at once. So excited for, for the next journey and for our recap in five years <laughs> on yes, where we all ended yes. up. <laughs> yeah. The reunion episode. Yeah. June 16, 2028. Oh my gosh. No, that's not a real year. Yikes. How? (laughs) Renetta, any any last thoughts from you? Sure. I was going to say piggybacking off of what Savannah said is dentistry is an incredible career, but if you don't take time for yourself, you can and will burn out. So along with putting all of your energy into being a best clinician and doctor that you can be, Also take the time for yourself to make sure you're taking care of you and doing what you need to fuel being the best doctor you can be for your patients. Without a healthy you, you can't be there to help others. So (laughs) you got to take care of yourself. Very well said. I love ending on that note. Well, I'd like to thank you both for being on New Dennis on the Block. If our listeners would like to connect with you, what's the best way? Uh, Instagram at Savannah Craig DDS, Savannah with one N and an H. I think I've doubled all your letters because I can't double A's, double B's. Yeah, all of them. Yeah, I'm probably going to have to spell mine out because I have the weird a weird name. But um, you guys can find me on Instagram at dr underscore s-a-r-t-o-r. Well, thank you all so much once again for taking time out of your day to connect with me and with our listeners. And for everyone listening, thank you for your time as well. We'll catch you next time. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of New Dentists on the Block. If you would like to connect with Savannah, you can find her at, at Savannah Craig DDS and Renetta at Dr. Underscore Sardor. If you would like to access the residency guide, I'll be sure to put a link in the show notes. If you are interested in practice ownership, check out the Ignite DDS Masterminds program. Please be sure to subscribe to the podcast on YouTube and on all major podcast platforms. Would love if you would leave a review of the podcast. If you have a new dentist you would like to recommend for the podcast, be sure to send an Instagram message to at new dentist on the block. We'll catch you next time.